lobster. lobster. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> have you been? What's new? What's popping, locking, um, and dropping? Pop, lock, and drop? Mm-hmm. Have I ever told you how when I was younger, I had to dance for to that song, like... No. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so when I was young... Because you know, like, the Hannah Montana song, you know, pop it, lock it, poke it, yeah, you know, that song. Banger. I feel like I told you this. I'm going to tell it again anyway, then. But basically, like, it was my summer program, and, like, it was, like, a talent show, and originally, I was, like, in a group with two other people, and I think we were going to, like, I don't fucking know, but eventually, we merged with the dancing group, and the dancing group decided to dance to that song, And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm not a dancer, but we'll do it, you know, whatever, it's cool. And they had me in the front row, because I guess I was, like, good or whatever. And, Mm -hmm. like, so I would practice in the front, and then, like, on the day of the show, my counselor, who was, like, our coach, I guess, or whatever, but she was just our counselor, she was like, Emily, if you don't put more emotion into it, I'm going to move you to the back. (laughs) I actually do think you've told me this, but continue. I definitely (laughs) did. But then, and then, so I was like, okay, I don't really care. So I just kept dancing the same. And so she moves me to the back on the day of the show. I was I'm like, crying. oh. Oh, well. You got booted to the back. Yeah. Period. No. <laughs> Period, because I know y'all needed me. Not I needed you. You needed me. <laughs> I'm so, dead. Mm. I finally finished Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Literally two months after I started it. Like, on the day, exactly. Wow. And there was a hole in my heart. I'm like, what the fuck do I do now? I'm like, what do I watch? I'm like, oh, I have all this free time. No, I just need to consume other media, it seems like. Because now I'm finishing the second season of High School Musical, the musical, the series, before the third one comes out. And I'm just like, this is this is a broken cycle. I need to, I need to get out the house. <laughs> Bitch, get out the house. <laughs> I just like, it's depressing, but whatever. Hello, and welcome to Degrassified, where every week we talk about everyone's favorite teen TV show, Degrassi. How do I start this podcast? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Degrassified. My name's Ellie Sanji. And I'm Emily. And we are back with our final episode of season two for Degrassi, The Next Generation. We have made it. We've done season two and season one. We've got two seasons under our belt. Just 12 more to go. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing fine so far. We should not jinx it before, you know. I really... Here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) I actually don't know what I'm going to say. I keep, like, getting like oh Degrassi funny moments in my recommendations on YouTube and a lot of the funny moments are like in the later seasons and them out of context is like so funny and I want to show them to you to like I don't know keep you interested (laughs) (laughs) but like there there are just so many good ones but they're all from like later later seasons like maybe like seasons eight season nine I'm like oh my god we have so much (laughs) more to get until we get to those because I don't know there's this one this is not really a spoiler <laughs> there's this one where like a character eggs another character's car and the character she goes you know there are starving africa no she says no she says you know there are starving children in africa you dumb bitch and i think <laughs> that line is so funny <laughs> i might just show you that snippet because oh my god martin's trying to call me fucking Decline. martin fucking martin <laughs> anyways but that 
I just keep repeating that line to myself in my head. But I'm just like, damn, Emily has to wait until like season eight to see that scene. It's okay. We'll get funnier moments. Obviously, they were going to go out this season with a bang, I guess. So whatever. We'll talk about that bang. Okay. I'm like forgetting the structure of this podcast. So we have two episodes to talk about. We have a part one and part two. And we're also going to do our season two recap to just like shove everything in one episode. So... We have Tears Are Not Enough, part one and part two. We're going to talk about part one first, obviously. We're going to talk about plot A, which is Craig and <clears throat> his dad being back in his life. And it's, like, weird. But we're going to talk about plot B first, which is um, JT and Liberty. So JT needs help with exams because it's exam season. And Liberty agrees to tutor him on the condition that he's her date for the little dance that they're having that's literally it he like tries to ask out Paige, but then like liberty like sees him and instead of asking out Paige in front of liberty he's like oh can you help liberty get an outfit and that's kind of like the end of that so what what do you think there's really not much to say about them liberty's strong because i could never be that bold i'm I'm sorry i could never be that bold she has Mm -mm. liked him ever since she's laid on it like laid eyes on him so it's not that shocking but, like, I'm saying she's strong because he's, like, turned her down multiple times because, you know, he's oh, not yeah. interested. And, like, oh, homegirl's yeah. still shooting her shot. And, like, as she should, you know, good for her for being bold. But I could never. My, my like, <laughs> my ego or whatever, I just couldn't. Yeah, it I would, would, not it would be, be bruised. To, you would second, just be like, fuck it. The second I feel rejected in the itsy-bitsiest, bittiest, bittiest thing, yeah. you no longer exist in my life. Period. That's all. She's a strong um, one for that. I agree, but... Yeah, we see that Liberty actually helps JT study in like a nice way. She has these flashcards or whatever. And I'm like, oh, look at him, like actually knowing some of the things like this is what happens when you try JT, but whatever. But I don't really have much to say. Like the American school system could never crying. Their subplot was so like irrelevant to everything else that was going on no because america's education system could never because he was saying the capitals of all these like european cities and like the european countries he was saying the cities and i was like wow because we don't even touch europe unless they did something wrong to us in our american history but we won't talk about that no literally (laughs) anyways so i've literally nothing else to say they're like two percent of what i care about in this episode Mm -hmm. so we'll get to the meat of the plot which is I need to remember to, like, separate what happens in part one and part two between these two. Just because the second part had a different B-plot and I'm going to get confused. But we'll just talk about this one. So Craig, he's also stressed about his exams. He's like, oh my gosh, like, we have all these exams coming up. And his home life with Joey right now is kind of, like, a little chaotic. Um, Angela's sick. And then Joey's, like, not expecting him. That's not the right word. But he's, like, asking him to, like, do chores and, like, help out around the house a little bit. Craig is like, yo, I'm trying to study. And not really working out um but then his father comes to school one day just like out of the blue he's just saying that like oh he misses him and he wants to like catch up like they should get some dinner or something and he's saying to him that he can help him study as well because they used to be good like study partners whatever so craig is kind of like conflicted about this because as we all know from the season premiere of this season Craig's father was abusive to him. So he's like, it's like conflicted feelings because I'm sure he did miss his dad. But at the same time, his dad was abusive to him. So it's like very like, what the hell am I supposed to feel? So he lies to Joey and says he's going to hang out with a friend one night. But he goes and sees his dad. 
and you know they study everything is fine <laughs> for now i'm trying to i'm also reading the i'm reading the wiki description of what happened in this episode because lord knows i already forgot um oh he goes to the hospital to talk to his dad and one of the dad's co-workers says like oh like you are a boarding school how was boarding school so craig find out finds out that his dad like lied about what really happened with craig and his dad admits at the dinner it was because um he was like oh, they can't really know what's going on like i'm well respected here whatever okay so you know that's all fine and dandy and it's like kind of weary as an audience viewer seeing what's happening because it's like we know how craig's dad is to him and it's like okay we'll see what happens so they go out for dinner and craig's a little late and he's like afraid that his dad's gonna do something but nothing really happens and then Hold on, I'm reading the wiki description once again. Oh, his dad tries to bribe him with some tickets to like go to Europe so they can have some fun together. But Craig is like, I'm gonna have to ask Joey. His dad is like, why do you gotta ask Joey? Whatever, whatever. There's that on the fourth. And he's like, you shouldn't be living at Joey's. Like his his homing condition over there is too unstable. Craig is like, that's the most stability I've had in my life. What's his face? The dad gets upset. They're like yelling at each other in the street. Craig pushes his dad and his dad... <laughs> backhand slaps him to the ground and leaves him with a scar and craig has realized that nothing really much has changed even though he said craig's dad has said that he was going to anger management this and the fourth like he's trying to get better so he can get craig back but we see that you know that didn't really happen so craig goes back to joey's house and then joey sees craig's face and he's like what the hell happened here craig admits to joey that he saw his father because he had been lying to him about that um and Joey's like, should, like, what should we do about this? And Craig says that he wants to go to Children's Aid to, like, make sure that he'll never see his dad again. And I'm like, okay, so, you know. So then next morning, the cops appear at Joey's house and they get the news that Craig's dad has died. He was in an accident. So that's how that first parter ends. Do we want to talk about that first or do we want to talk about the second part and then talk about it? Like I think I'm going to talk about this first. Okay, so yeah, we'll just talk about this part first then. Because I feel like I have, like, two different, f- f- like, not opinions. I think I have, like, two, like, widely different things to say about the two parts. So I don't want to, like, mix up my thoughts too much. But what do you think about that? I mean, like, uh, it, it, it's a hefty episode. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> Just a little hefty. Um, I mean, I like, I feel like Degrassi really, like, I mean, more so in the second part, but, like, you get to see, like, a glimpse of how, like, an abusive relationship is for, like, the victim. Yes. Because, like, you know, I mean, it's, it's like, the cycle on, like, how you get pulled back into the abusive relationship. Like, because, I mean... When, when, like, he was at, when he was studying at his dad's house, like, when he put down his drink and, like, mm-hmm. his dad was, like, oh, like, you, do you, like, now you need to learn what a coaster is. And, like, he had kind of just, like, that flashback, but not really a flashback, but, like, the, like, he thought his dad was going to hit him because that's, like, the, tr- that's what normally happened. But instead, his dad did it and was just, like, oh, I just don't want rings on my table. So, in a sense, yeah. you could see that, like, 
in Craig's perspective, like, he did change in some way. Yeah. Because, like, before, like, automatically he would have just gotten beaten. He would have gotten beaten. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, we do see that, like, he probably did actually go to anger management, you know, like... And yeah. then at the hospital, you hear the nurse that was like, oh, like, this is the first time your dad smiles since, like, you've been away. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's obviously, like, it is clear that, like, his dad does, like, did reflect on that and, like, you know, did change yeah. a bit. At, like, in the first part, you see that, which is why Craig is, like, kind of, like, falling back into that. But that's part of what an abusive relationship, like, the cycle of that is. Like, you see, you think that they're changing and you do see some type of change but it's like a matter of like oh how long will that last and clearly it didn't last very long because he was late to <laughs> dinner and his dad freaked out about that and like it's it's obviously like hard for Craig because one like you know that's his father like you know he like as right. like, once again abusive relationship despite the fact that they hurt you like you still will like you still love them in like your own way but then, like, also, like, Jer- Joey Jeremiah is, like, his new family. And, like, with Angie, who's, like, his half-sister. Like, despite the fact that, like, it was being chaotic, like, at home, that's just, like, that's still the stability he needs, which he admits. He's, like, that's stability that I yeah. want and need. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, I like how the, I like that portrayal because it just shows, like, the conflict and, like, just, like, how an abusive relationship, whether it's, like, with your parent or with, like, a significant other, who I guess shouldn't be called a significant other, but, like, I don't know what the word would be. Okay, but, like, oh, what was I saying? But, like, yeah, like, I think the portrayal in that first episode was really good because it shows, like, how that psycho plays yeah. out more often than not. But I will say it's, like, it was, like, a red flag when he, his father wasn't even willing to admit, like, to his co-workers and stuff. Like, he was still mm-hmm. playing into this perfect life. Perfect father role or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but we'll get more into that in, like, the second episode or the second yeah. part. I do like how at the beginning when, his, <laughs> when Craig's dad first showed up, yeah. like, when Ashley introduced herself and then Sean just, like, spat. <laughs> spit at him? I actually cackled. I think I, I wrote like, that down. Yeah, I wrote Sean. that down in my I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, oh yeah, because I remembered like in the season premiere, like Sean knows that his dad mm-hmm. was abusive to him. Yeah, I like remember that. I f- like forgot for a second. Like, why is he spitting at him? And I was like, never mind. That was a good friend moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, obviously they had to bring Craig's dad back for like some sort of closure with Craig, because mm-hmm. you know, it, they like they're obviously going to do that with like any character, whether it happens like with how it happened here like he died or like gets sent to jail or something i don't freaking know um i don't really know i have like i really know how i feel about the it was like kind of like a redemption arc that they were trying to give albert Mm -hmm. and like i'm not saying like i was like into it but like at first i can be like look like if he is really trying he's going to anger management like he wants it he wants his son back then like I can get on board with that. But immediately after he slapped Craig, I was like, <laughs> never mind. Like, you know? And I'm not saying that, like, Craig's life would have been better if he went back to Albert because I feel like Craig would still be living, like, a constant fear and, like, a constant mm-hmm. state of panic of not really actually knowing. Like, even if his father hasn't hit him in, like, two months or something, like, Craig like it's kind of like an addict like you know like they might slip up and you're just like not really sure 
Mm-hmm. Especially like, you know, I'm not saying that's the case for all addicts because obviously, you know, a lot of addicts get better. But Craig's a teenager and he's like seeing the difference in living with Craig and living with Joey. And Joey punishes Craig in a reasonable way. I mean, three weeks grounded for the driving the car is a little unreasonable, but he didn't get hit. But was it three weeks or three months? It was something. It was something I was like, damn, Joey. But like he sees like the difference in him not being in a state of fear living at Joey's versus being in a state of fear with his dad. And it's like... We see him and his dad getting along, obviously. Then we see Craig, like, make, maybe thinking, like, oh, like, this could be better. But then it's not better. <laughs> like, you know. I don't know. Yeah, it's like... I, abusive parents are just like, how do you talk about that? Because a lot of people... Yeah, you don't really, like... A lot of people don't, do not do not recover from that at all. A lot of people obviously mm-hmm, don't forgive yeah. their parents for that. I'm not saying you should. Like, if you don't, good for you. And it's just... I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to, like, have Craig forgive his father. I don't really think he did. Like, even in the second part, like, his feelings of confusion were because, like, it was his dad. And, like, in a messed up way, he did love him. But I don't think he ever forgave him for what he did. I feel like when it... I mean, obviously, like, I can't really speak for people who have abusive parents. But, like, I feel like it's not necessarily, like, forgiving them, but more so, like maybe accepting their apology but like i don't think i feel like it would be really really hard to truly forgive them because like you'll still no matter like how old you are you'll carry that for the rest of your life and like even if there's change you know they're still like like can you really forgive them you know like it's also like i think even if you did forgive them you wouldn't be able to trust them and it's okay so Okay, I'm thinking of another. I'm gonna try that again. I'm thinking of another character that we get in one of the later seasons. So sorry, spoiler for you, Emily. Spoiler for anyone that hasn't seen the later seasons. But his name is Casey, and he was living in like a group home at first when we first meet him because both of his parents were like junkies and they were in jail. And then his mother got out of jail and was like really working to get Casey back. She's like, I'm not doing drugs anymore. Like this, that, and the fourth. And it's all well and dandy, like they're living like a good life, just the two of them. And then his dad comes back and then his dad is the one that's like influencing the mom to like do drugs and like kind of like be irresponsible again. Hold on. I had a point for this. Just give me a second. Oh, I was trying to say with like this one, like we see the parent come back and we see it like working well. And I just, I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't have happened with Craig and Albert just because like I don't really know where I was trying to go with that well I'm once again we're glad that Degrassi is tackling these issues because I feel like I was just as confused as Craig was watching that episode like do I trust him do I like forgive him like you know which is why I like which I think is the exact point you know yeah so that's why I think yeah like you know like that's why I like from my perspective like I feel like the portrayal or just like the storyline was well thought out yeah i think so too um i have not much else to say other than my notes and i feel like my notes might re-spark some other things but do you have anything that's like eating away at you or something not really because i mean it was like a part one part two so i'm like i feel like if i have something to say i'll just say it at the end yeah so i'll read my notes for the first part 
Um, I already said that why we said it, but Sean spitting at the ground instead of shaking the father's hand was actually kind of funny. And I wrote the twisted complex relationship of wanting to still love your parent, even though they're an abuser, because that's what we saw with Craig. Um, I was very confused on when Craig and Ashley were close because she's like asking him like, oh, like, are you fine? Like with your studies, this, that, and the fourth. And I completely forgot that they were partnered up for that Miss Kwan's Shakespeare assignment and like. It's been implied that they like each other, but I was like, Degrassi writers, you could have written that in way better this season if you were really trying to pull that off because it was ass. I know that's like very little in the grand scheme of the whole situation of these episodes, but whatever. Um. Oh, I said that there's like an interesting contrast that we see because we see Albert more involved and more interested with Craig's studies while Joey was like, more expecting of him to do chores rather than study like he was like well I need your help around here like kind of like putting off his studies and it's like I feel like in that moment Craig was probably thinking like oh like you know maybe my dad is better for this because like Joey won't ever let me study but then it's like in the grammar scheme of things it's like no but I just thought it was like an interesting contrast for that like that little thing to be noticed for Craig but, especially but I think that's part of like the lull that his father was using on him no yeah so I guess because he I was because he was still like reward he not rewarding him he was trying to like buy him because he was yeah. like oh let's go to let's go to Europe like let's do all this and the fourth mm-hmm. and he he even did that when he abused him like when he was like oh, I'll buy you a new camera here's this money like you know so it's like which I guess was like kind of like another foreshadow of he yeah didn't really change no yeah he thinks he can just fix everything with like a little bit of help tutoring yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why it's like an interesting contrast it's like I don't know Um, I wrote Angela got the chicken pox with the question mark I don't know why that fascinated me so much (laughs) I thought it was so cute when she was calling her her little chicken pox yeah (laughs) that little girl she's like one two I was like good for you you can can count up to 18 for real Um, when Craig not Craig wrong bitch when Albert said that Joey's house wasn't stable and Craig said that his house is stable I was like that's impressive for him to note considering that like in this moment it was kind of chaotic but at the same time he still recognizes that it's more stable than living with his father i was Mm -hmm. like amazing for you um craig said something and the father said because you always screw up and i was like i was like oh i was like i was like oh yeah okay we really see you haven't changed and then i wrote craig's acting is a 10 out of 10 in this episode um he was yeah bro he was killing it these past these two episodes Ooh, it's like mm-mm. flabber him put up against some of the other Degrassi actors is like flabbergasting because I'm like this boy is giving it all and he is so deserving of it because holy hell he is like re- I'm like whoa <laughs> like it was just so like he's really giving his all for a 14 year old boy holy cow no seriously king shit so yeah okay that's our part one so I still have a quiz for us just to be a little bit lighter in terms of like these you know if I just yeah i mean yeah i don't we can take the quiz okay it's, give us like a little to, give us a little a, debrief a, before we dive into like no yeah you know, i still want to take an one. intermission it's fuck i keep dropping my microphone i want to take an intermission especially because we have to talk about part two and then talk about like the season recap i feel like it's just too much talking about like degrassi if we don't take mm-hmm. intermission so this is really stupid quiz because they had a school dance. So put together a school dance and we'll reveal which song you should listen to right now. I, <laughs> the more and more 
we watched the grassy episodes, I had to get more creative with these quizzes. I'm like, they had a dance? Let me do this. Oh but that means I can't do a dance quiz ever again because they're going to have way more dances. We didn't even have dances. I know. I was trying to find like a quiz that was like, what school dance are you? Like, what theme? But I could not. Maybe I'll try harder. But this is the one I found instead. So I guess we'll just find out what song we really need to listen to right now. Okay. I'm sorry. There's a lot of movement on my microphone's end. Okay. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. I'm ready. All right. Pick a location. The gym, the auditorium, the library, the football field, the cafeteria, the boiler room, the theater, a student's house, or the music building. The music oh, building is funny because, like, we... Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's where our dances were. <laughs> yeah. But realistically, but, if I was playing a dance, it would be, like, in the gym. So, yeah. The gym. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, I don't know all these people's okay, names, though. You, okay, I'll help you if you don't. Okay, pick a chaperone. Tina Fey from Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know this one. He's from Boy Meets World. Oh, Boy Meets World. World. The, He's the, the teacher. teacher. The teacher. Forgot his name, though. Okay, the principal from Mean Girls. Correct. Oh, isn't she the like That's the, Kim Rendiers' character from Bad Teacher. Yeah, okay, there we go. I don't know the next one. He he's from um I think that's Ferris Bueller's teacher, I think. Really? Um, yes. Did he get that much green time to be included in this quiz? No. Okay, you know what? We'll keep going. Next one I don't know either. That's Jack Black. I that's probably House of Rock or like School House of Rock, whatever that that movie's okay. called that he's in. Okay, and then we have Snape from Harry Potter, Will fucking Schuster, ill, and then Bill Nye. Um, pick a chaperone. I'm I gonna kind pick of, Bill Nye. <laughs> of all the teachers listed here, like that I know, mm-hmm. I like them. I mean, Snape is a little questionable. Will Schuster, I actually don't like because he is creepy. Hmm. Yeah, there's my Glee reference of the podcast. <laughs> hmm. I'll choose Snape just because, mm, yeah. All Make right, it a fun a little adventure. Pick, <laughs> he's going to, like, magic everyone away and be like, never mind. All right. Pick a snack. Oreos, cupcakes, Cheez-Its, pretzels, popcorn chips, Hershey's Kisses, cake, and punch. Punch is not a snack, but okay. I'm a chips bitch. Um, I'll do Oreos. <laughs> I love how you get the questions where there's no words. I know. <laughs> Um, pick an outfit. Okay, yeah, pick an outfit. So we have like a blue long sleeve sweatshirt with some flower pants, black flower pants, Converse. I am not going into the accessories. We've got this like long sleeve. That's that's no. I said pink. I oh my life! I thought you said blue. Okay, I think I said pink. I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh well. Anyway, moving on. We've got this like tank (laughs) dress, like a little puff. We got like three inch heels. Um, you know, probably something you would see in the early 2000s at, like, the red carpet or something. Sure, Lord. Um, <laughs> so we've got this dress with, like, the blue tank match with, like, what kind of pattern is that? Triangles? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with some, like, those basic, like, silver sandals with, like, the brown, like, soles, whatever. <laughs> we've got a blue tank with the white skirt we got a little gray cardigan action and we have some booties the booties are kind of cute okay i mean sure um this one we have the classic you know what giving bella vibes from twilight 
I'm exactly right, what she would though. wear. Actually, no, that's exactly what she right. would wear. <laughs> we should have just described these by different characters. <laughs> oh, okay. This next one. No, I'm kidding. That's way too hard. I I feel like Mean Girls Two, the main character, she would wear this. She would wear this. <laughs> the main character. What, what? I don't remember her name, but she would wear this. You know, it's like a You're so right. pink spaghetti strapped so with some horizontal <laughs> black and white striped skirt and a leather jacket. It's the leather jacket that makes it her. This is the um, longest part of our podcast. You I'm so sorry. Okay, this, <laughs> no, this is fine. this is like this is like early 2010s. Like not not trying to be rude, but like white girl. I'm sorry, outfit because it's like <laughs> it's, it's a white T-shirt that says "We Are Young," some blue jean shorts, and then like black vans. This Just is like, like a stroll in the park outfit. Yeah, I had to. I had to. This this I would see. Like, this is, like, a homecoming outfit you would see. I was, I'm like, I was like, that's a quince outfit. No, like, I, feel, I feel like a quince would, would be the next one, like, the puffier dress, you know? Actually, I wouldn't know because no, I'm Asian. No, that one's a quince's, um, no, the, the, that teal dress is a quince's, what's it called? Like, a guest. Not, not the, not the, okay, not okay, the, yeah, not the guest, person's quinceanera. The guest, okay, they're okay. gonna wear that. But it's, like, oh, what color is that? Like, teal? That's Mint green? teal. Yeah. yeah. Teal dress. It's kind of cute, Loki. I kind of fucks with that dress. Would I wear it? No, but it's a cute color. Not, not with those heels. Those are. Those oh, yeah. Are absolutely. Great. Not with the bow either, but you know what? The clutch oh, is yeah. cute because you can't really see it. Oh, but Camila anyway. Cabello in her Fifth Harmony days. That's definitely her outfit then. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't fucks with her. But <laughs> this next one. This is definitely like homecoming vibes, but like middle school. This to is early 2000s homecoming vibes. This is Demi Lovato in their La La Land video. When oh my they gosh, sing, yes. Who said that I can't wear my Converse <laughs> with my dress? That's them. <laughs> this is this is their outfit. Okay, yeah, that's that's those are the outfits. Um, this is what they please take the about. quiz if you want to know what we're talking about, because I don't know if I, I explained it. Very I literally <laughs> put a screenshot of that in our Instagram story, because what the okay. fuck? What, what would I, I wear? Now, after all of that, what am I going to wear? You know what? Wait, pick an outfit for what though? For what? Is it still for the dance? I think it's still for the dance. For the dance? Oh, to wear know. to the dance? Cause, yeah, because we're planning the dance. So pick an outfit that oh, you're gonna wear. At the I kind of fucks with the black dress. I'm not even gonna lie. I like this. We're gonna go oh with the black God. dress. Option number two. I think I'm gonna go with the pink dress with the stripes on the bottom. That was I liked, cute. I like the, the mean concept. Girls two like, one? I like the yeah, the mean girls two one. I mm-hmm. like the leather jacket, but I wouldn't. Actually, I kind of like the necklace, too. I would not wear those shoes, though. I would change out the shoes. You know what? That outfit is cute. I like that Everything outfit. Everything else. All right. Pick an extra. String lights, disco ball, kid doing the worm, bubble machine, slow dancing, glow sticks, photo booth, strobe lights, or secret broom closet. Bro, oh my photo God. booth. So or many of these machine. would be so fun. Ah, those are the two I was thinking. <laughs> those are what? literally the two. Those are the two I was thinking. Oh, A bubble machine ew. or a photo booth. I'm going to do photo booth. Damn. I'm gonna bubble machine. I got. <laughs> what song did you get? I got low by Flo Rida. So did I. You did too. <laughs> All right, so I guess this is the song we gotta listen to. Yeah, that'll be our cold closing. <laughs> that'll be our cold closing. Us singing it. Yeah. Okay, bet, 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 bet. Okay, so now, y'all, we're. <laughs> How do we I'm get sorry, the same we have, thing? Our options aren't even the same. I don't. I don't know. I actually don't know. Now we have to transition into part two, even though I'm thinking about the song now. Okay. Anyways. Do you remember? That is. What are you singing? <laughs> Why are you singing? Sorry. Hi, 
right. Okay. See, is that not enough? Part two of the season two finale. So the plot A is still the same. Actually, no, it's not. What am I on? Plot A is Craig trying to reel in the fact that his abusive dad died. We'll talk about that in a second. We're talking about the subplot first, which is Paige and Spinner are like, oh my gosh, we're going to be the luau king and queen at the dance. And then Jimmy is like, no, y'all not. I'm going to get Hazel involved in this and we're going to be the luau king and king at the dance. And they're just having like a stupid little competition with each other. Paige keeps on tanning. Spinner doesn't want to get tan. He doesn't want to go in the tanning bed. He has like anxiety or something. He's claustrophobic. Yeah, he's claustrophobic. There. Yeah. I didn't mean to diss anyone that has anxiety the way I said that, but he doesn't want to go in the tanning booth, so he doesn't end up tanning. And then Paige comes out looking like she's sunburnt. And then none of them win Luau King or Queen because Craig and Ashley end up winning anyways. And they all realize it was kind of like dumb of them to really compete with each other when they're all friends or whatever even though i don't really know where spinner and jimmy stand right now because jimmy keeps making stealing jokes to spinner regarding spinner stealing bro jimmy's Taylor. petty i mean rightfully so honestly i don't know yeah but i'm just saying like he he of all the characters to hold a grudge he will hold a grudge oh yeah yeah i, I can't tell at the end of the episode of their friends like because they're all laughing together and like you know so i think they're like I think I think they're civil. friends again. A little yeah, civil. I, I feel like they have to be now. I know they're going to have another falling out, but I guess this is their, like, little, oh, it was something silly. Like, you know. What do you, I've literally, nothing to say. <laughs> that was it. I think I have, like, one thing in my notes about that. The one thing that really stood out to me was that the dance was from 7th to 11th graders. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of people. That's that a, lot a lot of, of grades. And yeah, that was, gym looked mad empty. Yeah. If I was in the 11th or 10th grade, not going at pissed? all. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's some 12 I'm sorry, year olds but I'm trying not going to get up in my yeah. business. No, nah. thank you. No, thank exactly. you. Exactly. But I don't know. They try to be more inclusive, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. They all said, just, fuck the seniors. Where are... I don't even think... Oh, I was going to say, I don't even think any of the 8th graders were at the dance, but Liberty and JT were literally at the dance. What a kind yeah. of crack my... Oh, so were Sean and Emma. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care anymore. You know who was exclusively not in this episode or the uh, last episode at all? Manny Santos. They erased my girl Manny from these they two They said, episodes we got her sister. What? We don't need her. For, <laughs> they were like, we can only book one sibling at a time. <laughs> we can only pay one person per family. I'm crying. But let's talk about the Craig situation in this episode. So Craig's dad has died. What's his face? Mrs. Simpson is telling the class like, oh, Craig's father died over the weekend. He's not going to be returning with us for the rest of the term. Surprise, surprise. Craig walks in as if nothing happened. And he's like, oh, you know, trying to finish the term strong. Mrs. Simpson's like, "Okay, like what in the world? Like, you know, it's kind of weird. We thought you would have like not, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but whatever. Mr. Radich, the principal, he's like, Craig, like, you, you really don't have to be here. You can go home. Um, Craig's like, no, nah, we're good. Everything is handy and dandy. Ashley's like, I wish we could do something to help him. And Terry's like, you know, in case you forgot about girl Terry, she also has a dead parent. So she's like, he has to, like, work through it on his own. Um, everyone is, like, really concerned about Craig because he is, like, way too happy for someone that just concerned, lost a parent. rightfully so. To no, be no, no, honest. no, yeah, they're concerned in a good place because they literally, he literally lost a father. And I know a lot of people don't really know what truly happened, but like he still lost a father, so his response to that, for like what the people are seeing, it's very conflicting. Like you know, I feel like 
when you hear someone loses a parent, you're not expecting them to react how he's reacting. Mm-hmm. So I know, like, there was a one scene in science class. He's, like, joking about the way that his dad died to Jimmy and Marco. He's like, I'm totally kidding with you. Like, that didn't even happen. And they're kind of just like, what the fuck? Like, who jokes about their dad's death like that? Especially yeah. when it's so fresh. Like, you know, they're kind of just like, like, what is, you know, what is going on? Whatever. Um... What else happens? Okay, so we get to their funeral. We get to Albert's funeral. And one of Albert's co-workers is making a speech saying how, you know, Albert was a great doctor. He was he was a bad squash player. But most importantly, his biggest and most important role to him was being a father. Craig's hearing all this bullshit and he's laughing at the funeral. He's like laughing at what the co-worker is saying. So we're co-workers like, oh, Craig, was is like his greatest achievement this out of the fourth. So <laughs> Craig steps outside with Joey and gets into like a you know a heated argument with him because he's like he's like my father abused me he's like i'm happy that he's gone because he abused me like you know but we know at the end of the episode it's more conflicted than that um and everyone hears about what happened at the funeral because there's a lot of people at school that were at the funeral and they all heard that he was like laughing at his dad's funeral and it's like what you know whatever so Craig is still going to the dance, even though Joey's like, hey, like, <laughs> shouldn't you, like, relax a little bit? But he wants to go to dance so he can go with golf girl Ashley. Um, he's like, this is probably just what I need to, like, you know, have fun. This out on the fourth. <coughs> Excuse me. Joey's telling him that it's a good thing that he's trying to, like, make himself feel better. But he says something about, like, he's, like, ignoring what really happened because of, like, his complicated relationship with his father. So we get to the dance. Luau King is crowned to Craig and Ashley. And then Craig imagines his father in the audience. And his father's obviously not there. His father's dead. And he's like, when he imagines him, he's like excitedly trying to go up to him and like show him that he won the Luau King, but it's not his father. And then he breaks down from there. And he yells at Ashley. I forgot what he says to her exactly, but he yells at her and he runs away. And then... Terry is the one that goes and comforts him saying like oh I know how it feels like I also lost a parent and then Craig is just like if he was so bad to me like why do I miss him like why like he literally abused me why am I so upset that he died and Terry was like because you loved him which is like damn like you know damn mm-hmm. and then Craig is feeling better and then him and Ashley have a dance and then it's over what do you have to, what do you have to say I feel like I missed a lot I mean, like, his acting was really good this episode. Oh, really 10 good. out of 10. And, like, it, it, like, it is kind of concerning how he was reacting. I mean, here's the thing. Everyone copes with, you know, like, death and stuff their own way. And, mm-hmm. and like, obviously, Craig's situation is definitely trickier because yes. this was an abusive father. And it's also tricky because he his father pretty much died in the car crash, like, Mm-hmm. literally, like, right after their altercation. Because, like, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm assuming. Like, that's, I feel like that's how they portrayed it. Like, that, that, that like, he died when he, like, drove away from Craig after, you know, the dinner incident. Because he was, like, I think, so... I think it was in the morning, though, because when they went over to his house, um, 
or maybe it could have been at night. But when I, when I went, when they went to his house, it seemed like, you know, because his bed was unmade. He had breakfast, like still at the table. Oh, so I feel like he was just like distraught in the morning because when they also got to Craig and Joey's, it was morning. Mm-hmm. Because like, it was like the next sense. day. Yeah, I mean, it could have been at night. Like it also could have happened that time, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, it's definitely still trickier because your last interaction with your father was, you know, an argument where he hit you and hit basically he hit like, you. Yeah. So that obviously like made it harder. For, like, like just to kind of, like, wrap his head around. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, there's no doubt that, like, he felt, like, Craig felt some type of relief knowing that, like, his father was officially gone. And, like, as heartbreaking as that sounds, like, there is relief because he's like, oh, well, I mean, like, you know, he is dead, but that does mean he can no longer hurt me. Yeah. But then it's also, like, he's gone, you know? So, yeah. I, I think I think as concerning as, like, his reaction or, like, was... It's still kind of justifiable. Because no, it's, it's not definitely like, warranted. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's not like, like, I mean, I feel like people, like, expect you to be sad when someone passes away. And, like, yeah, you are sad, but it's, like, a matter matter of, like, how you show it. And I think for yeah. Craig, it was more so of, like, he didn't want to admit that he, like, loved his father because he knows his father wasn't a good person. And so if he was sad, that would basically be kind of, like, saying in, like, a weird way that his father didn't hurt him if he felt sad you know which is why like i think part of him didn't want to show that sadness because he didn't want to give his dad that credit in a sense Mm -hmm. so i think that's but also like he's young so he doesn't really he can't really wrap his head around death like i don't think no matter how old you are like i feel like it's hard to wrap your head around like someone passing away so but i'm gonna be honest his like his fucking acting phenomenal yeah it like his acting really makes it the episodes way better than they are like Mm -hmm. like him crying like him just being like the emotion is just like jake epstein i need to see him in more mainstream roles i know he was in the umbrella academy but i don't think he was really in it i didn't i don't watch the show so i don't really know but like he needs to do something big like that holy cow yeah, because, I mean, this is this might be a personal thing, but for me, like, when it comes to acting out, like, a scene related to death, it really makes mm-hmm. or breaks the show. Because if I'm watching a scene where someone passes away and the acting just isn't cutting it for me, I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I also think, like, the Degrassi actors, the Degrassi kids, they get better in acting and portraying, like, real-life situations when they are a little bit older, obviously, because it's like, you know, they have been in the show they're probably getting like acting lessons like an acting coach because like <laughs> let, let me tell you <laughs> their first season acting versus <laughs> their later season acting i'm like oh thank goodness like we have a prime example with ashley ashley is still a boring character but her acting got way better this season mm-hmm. way better i was like thank goodness because holy cow i can now watch this show this bad, you know but it just shows that they were really trying to show how a teen might feel if their parent dies, especially if their parent was abusive to them. And it's just yeah. Craig, like having so many different feelings. Like he's like relieved, he's laughing at the funeral, and then he's confused on why he's so upset. And just like you know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to handle in a twenty minute episode. But I think they did a mm-hmm. good job. I mean, it's also a bit like confused 
not a bit, but, like, more confusing because, like, he did admit that, like, he hated his father right before, you know. Right. He found out that his father passed away. But in a weird, conflicting way, he also did love him. Like... Yeah. Which is just, like, so, like, you know... That's the other thing. It's, like, he still loved him even though he abused him. It's, like, that was his dad. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. So... It, it's know. a very, like, <laughs> episode, it's tricky, this you know? Was, this episode was... Whew. I feel like I, like if I read my notes, it might rejog my memory. But I don't have anything else to say at the top of my mind other than just, like, the funeral scene is, like, haunting to me in a way. Oh, it's really haunting, for like, sure. him just laughing. And it's because, like, only, like, only a couple people in there actually knows what's going on. And everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of like, yo, this dude is crazy. Like, that's his father. And everyone's just, like, thinking, like, that's his father. Like, how could you laugh at your father's death? And it's like, yeah, in a way, how could you? But at the same time, it's just like, you have to laugh at what his coworker was saying about him when you know the truth. Mm-hmm. And, like, he beat me. Like, he bit the shit. I mean, he, his coworker is over here, like, saying all this that isn't true. Like, how am I supposed to just sit here and take it knowing that that's not true? Exactly. Like, you know, obviously, you know, people don't laugh at funerals, but dude <sighs> but like yeah. if you think about it it is laughable when it's literally not no, true yeah. no yeah it definitely is it's not like they were telling like a funny story it was just like no they were just mm-hmm. like because no one else really knows what happened other than like Joey, Sean maybe Ashley like a little bit you know at that funeral so. I mean like I think Ashley could pick up that like not necessarily maybe couldn't exactly pick up that it was like abuse but could pick up yeah. that there was like tension there in their something. relationship yeah. Yeah. I mean, she even was like, oh, n- not a good relationship. And he was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I really, oh, I do want to talk about this, even though I wrote it in my notes. But I really like that Terry was the one to comfort him because, yeah. one, Terry lost a parent. So she, like, also obviously knows what's going on. And I love the story she tells where she's like, when my dad told me my mom died, she was like, I was so annoyed. And Craig was like, why? Because she died. She was like, no, because I was at a birthday party and I was trying to pin the tail on a donkey and it's like she's like i didn't realize till like much later what had actually happened which like also happened to craig like he was kind of just like trying to live his life with his exams and like be excited for the dance Mm -hmm. and really process what was happening and it was just like to hear terry like say that like i was so annoyed because i could like i couldn't like play a stupid game like you know and not really processing that she lost a parent like you know that's kind of just like i think that's 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 how it is (laughs) yeah especially for like when you're younger you know that's how it is and like death like can come out of nowhere you know so you're like just like you could have like you could be having the time of your life and you're like and then it just happens you know yeah i think the degrassi writers did a very good job like setting this up Um, but i do think that like um his acting really added to this no yeah no yeah um, should I read my notes? Yeah. And we can get on to our recap. So I'll read my notes. I don't have that many or many new ones. Um, I said it was safe to assume that Simpson wasn't going to, that Simpson, safe to assume for Simpson that Craig wasn't going to come back after his father died. Simpson told the class like, oh, like he's not coming back. And then he just walks in the door. Like that's the safe thing to assume as a teacher. But it is, that was like everyone's first hint and clue or whatever that like Craig is not dealing with this in a good way. Yeah. Um, I already said this, but, like, when Craig lied about the way his father died to Jimmy and Marco, I was like, hmm, dude, 
dude. Yeah, that 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 was that was definitely like whoa, you know. Yeah. I just wrote, I don't know why I wrote this. I don't know what he did specifically, Craig, but I just wrote, it makes sense that someone is like that after their parent dies, especially if they weren't that close to them or the parent was abusive. I can't remember what I wrote that for, but I wrote it for something, obviously. This is very little. Um, this was in concern to the B plot. When Jimmy's talking to Hazel about running for Luau King and Queen, Jimmy's like, you've been in Paige's shadow for how long? I'm like, oh, trust me, you're going to continue to be in the shadow, so... Fortunately Ooh. for Hazel's characters, whatever, it's fine. Oh, pff, when Spinner was in the tanning booth, I was like, I did not need to see that boy's feet. I know. I was like, I do all. not want to see this. I'm like, it would have like, been mm-mm. way funnier to see him screaming, like to see his face. I would have loved to see that instead of his feet. I do not need to see his feet. Someone said no one is fine. Someone said something, but I wrote very correct that no one is fine after losing someone. I wrote snake bumping to the music was genuinely so funny when he was at the dance and he had like something in his hand. It was like two seconds, but he was just bumping to the music. I replayed it like maybe three times. I kept cracking up. I was like, why is Girl, this so funny I did funny not notice that. <laughs> it was so, because it, it was literally two seconds. Like it was not that long, but I thought it was the funniest shit ever. Um, I wrote, of course, Ashley has a black luau black lay like on her fucking on her chest i was like this golf girl really got to be golf i'm like even ellie has more colors than you at this dance bitch like you're really annoying me why did it have ellie to be was black? funny as fuck she was like hey losers when she took the picture of them after the <laughs> dance um this was a very small thing but mr simpson when he was before he was reading the lua king and queen he was like oh thanks to toby and kendra for helping us with this whole process and people clapped to him i was like nice to see people are congratulating clapping for toby for his help with this website after he got no recognition for his little like computer thing that he had a couple episodes back Mm -hmm. it was like interesting turn of events i kind of like that and i like that it was mr simpson the one that made like everyone congratulate him because mr simpson was like one of the only ones that was proud of him for that um, when Craig was like ripping the poster and everyone was like, what's going on? Mr. Radich had a good principal moment and like didn't yell at Craig because he knew what was going on and like let him ha- like, you know, let it happen. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's like the bare minimum. But I was like, good job for you, Mr. Radich. You know, one thing yeah. that we skipped over what? It was like a minor thing. But when Toby was like, I love you to Kendra. Oh, <laughs> I completely like. I don't even want to mention that at all because, it, like, pff, we're going to see, like, little to nothing of her next season. So I was just like, it's so irrelevant. <laughs> but it's like they wanted yeah. to do something with the, but then didn't. Okay, so, guys, we are going to do our season two recap. But, however, Emily and I are in hot rooms. So we are going to turn on our fans. So Oh, my fan's you- been on. My fan's been on. <laughs> I turned that bitch on a long time ago. If you hear background noise... I don't care. <laughs> um, ASMR, babes. ASMR. ASMR, babes. So, season two recap. I'm only saying this because it's like, you know, this is not not going to take a while, but like, this is going to like, you know, be another like 20, 30 minutes. We'll see, whatever. So Bitch, we're at already at 55 minutes. Okay. We had a lot to talk about these two episodes. An abusive parent died. You wanted us to wrap yeah, this up in yeah, two minutes? Yeah, respectfully so. <laughs> so, everyone, next week when you hear us, we're going to be talking about season three. So excited, so funky and fresh. So we're going to do our season two recap. I'm going to start with, do you want to predict the seasons now? Or do you want to do that like a little bit later? Let's recap and then predict the season. Okay. So, okay. Well, I'll have you, re- I'll have you predict the season later. So we'll do least slash favorite character of season two. So who is mm. your least? We'll start with the least. We'll start on Emma. negatives. <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay. Do I have a reason? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
I'm. <laughs> I have to think of all the characters. I think mine might be. You might you might be onto something with that one. It might have to be Emma. She just <laughs> she just had a lot of like a lot of annoying moments. Obviously, because she's a main character, so a lot of more plot lines followed her. But yeah, whatever. Our favorite character, Craig. You already know this. That was gonna be my answer, no doubt. Or I have mm. another one. But I'll let you say yours first. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of all the characters. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm like who's, who's, in the, who's in this season. Um, my other one. My other one would be Ellie. I really liked Ellie. I was thinking, I was like, I liked Ellie in this season, you know? She was new. Yeah. She was fresh. Funky and fresh are two yeah, favorite she added. Words. She added, like, character. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I actually liked Ashley in this season. I didn't hate her. No, I really didn't yeah, either because she was like, definitely our least favorite character last season. So the fact that she isn't is an improvement exactly. on her end. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I said, like, her character is, like, still, like, a little boring, but definitely not to seasons one extent and her acting got way better so it was just more enjoyable yeah. to actually watch her exactly all right so now it's um best <coughs> slash excuse bless me. you now it's best slash worst episode <coughs> oh, excuse bless me sorry you. so no, you're probably have you. to pull up all the season two episodes so you can pick your best and worst episode oh so yeah give us a I'm second gonna... viewers because i don't remember either <laughs> we'll start with worst I'm this, just this season was a heavy season i know i'm reading like the I think I have one contender. Honestly, like, these episodes were, like, bangers on bangers on bangers. Like... Yeah. Compared to season one, I don't think there was... Like, there were some episodes I was like, this is a little bit boring. But there were episodes of season one, I was like, why is this here? Like, the A-plots in all these episodes are, like, really good in terms of, like, character development and, like, you know? But I think... Mm -hmm. Okay, I have two contenders for episodes that are my least favorite and not because they were like necessarily bad i think they were just boring compared to the other ones yeah so one huh. of them is relax which was season which was episode 17 where liberty was the girls hockey team manager that was just mm. kind of okay to me that's why i was just like not the big thing like i don't really care about that one and the other one is weird science when it's emma and the science fair and she ah, like she's mm -hmm. still like at it with Mr. Simpson. I actually like that plot, but it was the B plot that I have a problem with with fucking Spinner thinking that fruit is giving him erections. Yeah. I did I did not need that respectfully. Yeah, that, that episode was, wasn't my favorite. So those are my least favorites of the season. What are your least favorites yeah. of the season? Weird Science is definitely at the bottom. Like, you know, one one of the ones at the bottom. Everything else, I'm like, yep, you're good. Yeah. So those are the other those are the only two really. I think Another one that I wasn't the biggest fan of was Dressed in Black. Okay. Which was Ashley's relationship <laughs> with Jimmy. But it was more so just, like, the whole condom thing. Like, I wasn't really, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I... The B-plots. I don't really, yeah. you know, want to watch a lot of little kids talk about condoms. You know, that's just not something I, I really care about. Or want to see. I'm only laughing that you say that because... And a lot of the funny moments in Degrassi, so many people put when Jimmy's reading, like, Ashley's breakup letter to him in the yearbook. Oh. And her, so many people <laughs> oh, put that clip. I forgot about that. That's a good clip. And it makes it so much funnier when I'm watching the episodes because so many people put that clip. And I'm cracking up every time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now, what are our favorite episodes of the season? Oh. Hmm. Okay. I got to reread. My okay. Manny, my Manny love, I would love to say take my breath away when her and Craig go on a date. And I'm also <laughs> laughing at that because a lot of people also put when Craig sings to her in their funny moments. 
when he goes, can you be my Cinderella? <laughs> can I kiss you, Manuel? <laughs> Which is actually so funny The Manuelo part had me dying, like, genuinely. <laughs> So I think that's one of my I think that's one of my favorites. Like not only because Liberty is not Liberty, wrong bitch. Not only because Manny is in it, but like, yeah. And then I think mm-hmm. another one. I think I have three. Sorry, <laughs> the season was kind of good. That one, um, Careless Whisper, when which is Marco like the hintings, the beginnings of him like not wanting, to, not realizing that he's straight, and then right after that, Hot for Teacher, when it's JT and Miss Hasselakos. That's a good episode, Hot for Teacher. I really like that one. Like, I really yeah. like, I really like that one. So, those the are The episode that I really liked was Don't Believe the Hype, which is the um, International Day episode. Yeah. But also the sewing episode. I thought that oh, the part was so really good. fun yes, to watch. Yes, you're right. Um, but definitely, like, also Hot for Teacher. Like, I think we got to see more, like, it's funny actually these two episodes are like we get to learn more about JT because I feel like and like throughout the whole show so far we kind of like just see him as like the goofy kid yeah it's like the comic we get to see more in-depth stuff about this yeah um but the wedding episode was actually really interesting also oh the wedding episodes are so fun yeah all the all the two-parters they all hit they were all so good they were all like Mm -hmm. they were all really good Okay, so what's my next? What's my next one? Oh, most memorable. Okay, most memorable part slash dialogue. So I have a whole list. <laughs> oh, I I, of, I don't I can't think. It's of anything. fine. I'll carry this section for us now. I have a whole list of the funny phrases. I will think of most memorable in a second, but it can be like funny, it can be sentimental, whatever. But I'm gonna read you the funny phrases. Jimmy to Ashley, don't call me that, you slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Um. When Spinner said to Toby, I'm going to turn your glasses into contacts. I was like, okay. <laughs> Paige, Paige to Ashley. She said, is this an apology or a math lesson? Cracked up. Um, Spinner and Marco, when they were talking about the kid Elric tickets, and Marco goes, what about your mother? She's in the music business. She plays piano, Spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Spinner's lines this season were so funny. Terry's whole rant to... The ice cream boy, when she goes, I just made $500 today as a plus size model. Yeah, that's right. Plus size. How much do you make, ice cream boy? That whole monologue, iconic. Iconic. Literally. Um, and don't believe the hype when Spinner asks, what if you don't have a culture? I don't know why that. I thought that was so funny, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Spinner was funny as fuck this season. I don't know who said this one. I'm, it might have been Toby because of just what it is. Just because your quest for an older woman has been pointless doesn't mean it's not real. <laughs> Ooh. I think that was Toby. Um, this is also Toby. Yeah, because when I think of real love, I think of strippers. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> when Joey says, I just wish I can get my money back for this suit. That Those wedding episodes, I swear, they gave them no dialogue. They gave no, them no the script. the wedding episode was chaotic. It was pure improv they were just like have fun that's why when ashley said i didn't know my kitchen was upstairs when ellie, oh. <laughs> ellie <and Marco> went <laughs> upstairs. spinner not spinner to jimmy jimmy to spinner you're good for one joke a year and then you make it over and over again <laughs> i don't know who said this at all it just says cheap constructive criticism i don't know who said that that and sounds I'm like really a upset. page I, it sounds like a page quote and then my last one is <laughs> When Jimmy and Spinner were being honest with each other, but it's that's because you pee on the toilet seat. My mom doesn't want you over. 
The whole argument. That whole argument that, was funny. That whole argument was a banger. But that last line really sealed the deal. Those are the funny phases I had this season. <laughs> or like this just iconic or whatever. Lines. I can't think of like there are so many episodes. I can't think of a most memorable moment. I think it's just the funny phrases, you know. Those were all mm-hmm. kind of memorable in a way. <laughs> do you have any I do you have anything that like stands out? No. <laughs> Okay, I can't think of anything. My mind's like blank. You're fine. Okay, so we have best slash worst real life issue that they dealt with. So you, you you know what I mean by that. Like, how do you think they dealt with a real life issue? The worst versus the best, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So the worst. Hmm. I think they did pretty good. Like overall, it might have just been like, like the from B plots. What I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like the stupid like magic ones that Terry was involved in. Mm-hmm. Those were kind of annoying, but like, it's not really like a real life issue. I think all the real life issues were like fine. That's the thing. Maybe no. Actually, I feel like they don't. Uh, this is like a B plot. But when Toby was like suffocating Kendra, I, would, oh, I, did, yeah. I, I think that could have been been a little better. I don't really know. But, yeah, I kind of agree though because I feel like they could have. I mean, it was a B plot, so obviously they weren't going to go too much into it. But no, I feel yeah. like they could have done a little better. Yeah. But I, I honestly, like, there wasn't anything that I was kind of, like, Oof. which is so ironic because, like, in season one, mine was, like, Terry and how they, like, dealt with her weight. And they bring mm-hmm. that back up again this season, but they bring it in such a more positive way that I can't even say, like, this is a negative thing. Yeah, so, exactly. That's, like, one of the best moments or best, like, real life issues, like, it, which is so ironic that, like, it turned around. Mm-hmm. Which like, is good. Know. They fucking no, better yeah. have. And then the, okay, so the best real life issue, I have a small, small list. I wrote Marco and his sexuality, mm-hmm. Emma and Mr. Simpson, Craig and his father, mm-hmm. and then Paige and her rape. And we're going to get more with Paige and her rape in the yeah. later seasons, but the beginnings of it was also good. So I have those, as well as Terry, which I already said, but yeah. I agree. <laughs> because, Do you have any, I mean, like, like, any other ones? Yeah. I just think, like, overall, they did, like, a really good job um, with, like, kind of just the big things, you know? Yeah, which which is a good thing, because if they really flop the mm-hmm. big things, and it's like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, another thing I feel like they handled, like, I mean, they briefed on it, you know, obviously, because they're going to bring it back, as you already mentioned, but, like, Toby yeah. and his eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, they bring it back with another character, but yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously they didn't cover that too in-depth. Mm. But, you know, I still like that they did yeah. cover it. That might fall, like, in the middle between best and worst. That was kind of just, like, mediocre to me. Yeah. Kind of just, like... Because like, it was just, like, a one-parter. Like, you know, exactly. they could have done much more with it, but they didn't. But it's still important that they talked about that, like, boys can get eating disorders as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any any other ones. Okay, so you're gonna predict season three, or I don't know. There's so many more characters now, so you're gonna rapid fire this. <laughs> so we're start with our rising ninth graders. We're gonna start with main bitch Emma. What do you think she's gonna protest next season? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but what do you think's gonna happen with her? I mean, what they're gonna be what like freshmen now? They're gonna be freshmen in high school. She's gonna try to join all the clubs. She's gonna try to run for president or something. Ugh. I don't fucking know. I just she's just gonna be everywhere. Like I just can't stand her. 
Okay, we'll get with maybe. We'll okay, actually, you know what? Okay, maybe I'm. I, I highly doubt it, but maybe like she'll have this like, oh, we're high schoolers now. We should be doing this. Blah blah blah. You know. Okay, I see where you're coming from. What about Manny Santos, Manuela Santos? I think As we're Craig gonna see more her. of her like athletic cheerleading side, kind of just like. I think we're gonna see a lot of character changes in this season, <laughs> with her because. <laughs> Of like, I mean, we see like towards throughout this season, we see her coming out of her shell a little more. You know, we see more of her yeah. interest. So I think she's gonna have like a little. I don't know if I would say character development, but maybe like character shift. Okay. Okay. Especially, especially because you know, with the scene with Paige when like Paige was trying to warn her. Yeah. And like her reaction to that, because I feel like season one, Manny would have not said anything like that. Right. But season two, Manny did. So I think season three, Manny's about to go ham. <laughs> what about Liberty? Liberty, 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 Liberty. Okay, sorry. Um, I think... I mean, I still think they're going to, like, keep inserting her crush on JT. But mm. I think since she's, like, it's high school now, I think we're going to see her, like, being more academically, like, stressed, <clears throat> maybe. Okay. Or just, like... I mean, she's been she's always been like a bit of an overachiever, but I think we'll see yeah. more of like her her academics. But I do want to see like a little shift in her. Like I want to see her party a little more. You know, let loose a little more. No, oh, I would love to see that for her too. <laughs> what about JT, everyone's favorite class clown? I think we're gonna see. I think he's still gonna stay the same in terms of like class clown. But I think we're going to see more of, like, his interaction, like, as a high schooler. Like, kind of just, like, I guess more of, like, a, mm, like, maybe, like, a possible relationship for him now that he's in high school. Mm-hmm. But maybe with, like, a new girl or something. I don't fucking know. But, yeah. What about his bestie, Toby? I mean, you mentioned earlier that we don't see Kendra, so I think Kendra's gonna go bye-bye. Maybe I think she's, be, like, like, still in this season, in season three, but yeah. I can't remember her, so. I mean, like, once again, high school, like, I feel like he's gonna join some, like, computer club or something. I don't fucking know. Um, I, I, I feel like we're not gonna get much from him. Like, yeah. he'll be there, but, like, not really, you know? And everyone's favorite resident bad boy, Sean Cameron. I think we're going to, like, explore his relationship with Emma. I feel like they're going to break up at one point, maybe get back together. Maybe we'll learn, we'll see his brother a little more. Maybe, I feel like he'll, maybe he'll be more into his academics, you know, trying to achieve a little more now that he's in high school. Yeah. I feel like he might have a rough patch at one point. Maybe he'll, like, start skipping class, but then he's like, nah, I got to get my shit together. Okay. Okay. Let's get with our rising sophomores. So we'll start with Ashley. So why not? I think she's going to stop being, like, more... Uh, I think she's going to, like, grow... Not grow out of her gothic phase. I feel like that's a bad way to phrase it. But no, I feel I like... I get what you're saying, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like maybe she'll go back to how she was dressing originally. Or just, like, maybe not as sad. I think mm-hmm. she's going to start patching up. I mean, like, in this season, we see that, like, her relationship with, like, the others. Like, you know, from the past, whatever. Yeah. Like... Did get patched up slightly. I think we're going to see more of that. I don't know if we'll see more of her and Jimmy. I mean, they were, like, hinting at her and Craig, you know. Maybe we'll see more of that. But I don't think that'll last very long. Okay. Um, We'll go with Ellie. I think 
I think it's gonna start off with her still being a beard for Marco. Okay. But I feel like this might be the season where she's like, we're gonna explore Marco's sexuality a little more. Maybe mm-hmm. with like a new character coming in who's also gay or bi or like, you know. Or whatever. But I feel like we'll see more of her just like support as Marco. But like I, I don't I don't see like another love interest being in there for her. maybe we'll explore more of her like other interests, like maybe like her musical interest or like whatever mm-hmm. her photography. Whatever mm-hmm. she's into. But I still don't think we'll see her like very, very much. Okay. What about Paige? Yeah, Paige. Paige, I think we're going to be exploring her, like, trial against Dean. I mean, like, I think that would make most sense because, like, they introduced it in this season. I feel like if they mm-hmm. bring it to, like, the end of the season, like, sure. But I don't think they should carry it. Like, if they carried it on to, like, season four, like, I guess that makes sense. But I feel like we'll definitely see, like, the beginnings of the trial or just, like, the prep work for that. Yeah. What about, what's her face, Hazel? Um, I feel like we're going to see more of her and Jimmy. I, I I mean, you've told me that they do date. I feel like this is the season they'll explore that. Um, maybe, like, I I feel like she's just still going to be in Paige's shadow. Maybe she'll be supporting Paige, like, in her trial if they do explore the trial. Not explore, but, like, if they have the trial in this season. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see Hazel trying to, like, grow out of that shadow. But, like, okay. you know, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> What about the last sophomore girl? Um, what's her face? Terry. Isn't this the season where she leaves? You're predicting. You tell me. Well, I know. You tell. You told me that season three is, the season, is her last season. So Did I? I can't really predict that. So I kind of like, based off of what you told me, like, I kind of think I know what's going to happen. <laughs> so like, is it really a prediction? <laughs> yeah. I think she's gonna get in a not great relationship and end up <laughs> in a not great situation. Yeah. Um, as much as I would like for it to not happen, I know it happens. So, yeah. Yeah. And now we'll get to the boys. We'll start off. I said that there's only like three of them. We'll start off with Spinner. Huh. I think Spinner will just be the same. They'll use him for like some good cause and then turn his character into a bad character for like an episode just to be like the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, I think he'll still be, like, a big comedic relief. Okay. But we might see some conflict with him. I feel like there's always some type of conflict with him. Yeah. What about his bestie, Jimmy? Bestie's not right now. I feel like there's going to be <laughs> continuous conflict with him and Spinner. Yeah. I don't know what about, but there's going to be conflict. I just I just feel it. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, what about Marco? I need to a little bit when you talked about Ellie, yeah. I think but... this. I think they're gonna explore his sexuality a little more this season. Okay. Maybe he'll come out to others this season. I don't know. We'll okay. see. And then, last but not least, our phenomenal actor of this season, Craig Manning. Wow, let's see. I mean, I feel like they kind of like closed off. I mean, maybe it'll be more of like his journey with like. I don't know, maybe Joey Jeremiah will, like, adopt him or just, like... I mean, if they want to carry that on to the next season, like, we'll see more of just, like... What was it that they called it? Like, child... Child aid? Thing? Child's aid? What? Child's aid? Uh, you're breaking up, but whatever you said, that. Like, <laughs> like I feel like they might explore that. I don't know if they are going to carry it over. 
I know a lot of shows will try to introduce something and then not really carry it over. Um, but yeah, I feel like, I mean, obviously we'll be seeing him reel more into like his life with Joey Jeremiah. Like, you know, he technically is an orphan now, unfortunately. So maybe he'll get like adopted by Joey okay. Jeremiah. Okay. All right. Well, that's your predictions. You were right on the nose with some of them. I was like, oh, did she read up ahead? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, was on. I actually? Because I was really yeah. pulling this shit out my ass. You were, you said something about one character and I was just like, oh, let me say quiet. <laughs> I was like, let me shit. know. Tell me because I'm not no. going to remember my predictions. You were like dead on about Ashley when you were like, she, she's going to like let go of her goth look a little bit, but like still kind of Okay, they were going to keep her goth. Let's be like, honest. Like she still like kind of dresses like that, but like not really. And she is like, I guess less sad. And they do explore her relationship with Craig. Um, you're right on about Marco and his sexuality. They do introduce a new gay character for him to get acquainted uh, with. Yes. But it's Paige's brother. I don't know why I said but, but, like, that's who it is. It's Paige's brother. Um, oh my gosh, wait. So, like, they actually bring in Paige's brother? Yeah, they do. So he's not one of the siblings that are mentioned but never actually exists? I'm crying. <laughs> um, who else? You said something about Emma and Sean breaking up. I was, like, right on the money with that one. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> um, also, just, like, Manny coming to her own. This is... This season is her transformation era, so very excited. For- Period. I'm so excited for that. Me personally. Um, I think, yeah, I think this is the season Hazel and Jimmy get together. I could be wrong. I don't remember, but I think you're right on that one too. Okay, so I have a quiz, just like a what do you remember season two quiz. We don't have to take it, but if you want to take, take it, it, we can I take it. I fucking love quizzes. Okay, that's I'm our last. It. That's our last like thing for our recap or whatever. So let me send it to you. Hold on, has 15 questions. And we'll is see. this BuzzFeed? No, it's not. Because I Ugh. have to. Sp- I have to specifically search up like season two Degrassi, and BuzzFeed's okay. not gonna have that. Oh my gosh, aren't aren't we supposed? We should have taken it like at the beginning of the season, and then. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll do that next season then. But it's not gonna be okay. fun for you because I'm probably gonna know everything. Am I taking? Are we reading it out loud? Or yeah, no? we're reading it out loud. Okay, okay, so I'll start. How did the boys find out? Nope. How did Joey find out that Craig and the boys had taken the car from the lot? A silent alarm. Joey came home early and found the car missing. The neighbor called Joey and told him. The cops pulled Craig over and called Joey. Are we reading what we Are pick we out loud? What do we think? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so a silent alarm. Yes. Okay. You read the next one. Where was Paige when she told Hazel that Dean had raped her? I'm supposed to remember this? Yes, read okay. it. Okay, it wasn't in the cafeteria. I don't think it was on the bus. It was the washroom. Was it? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> was it? No, yeah. Okay. What did Jimmy say happened to his neighbor three times because his name was Osama? He had he had his house vandalized. He had his bank account frozen. He was beaten or he received threatening phone calls. He had his bank account frozen. Correct. This is more of a quiz for you. <laughs> yeah. What was the reason that Hazel didn't perform with PMS in the contest? She lost her voice. Like whatever. Pol pol polyps polyps. That. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. What kind of stuffed animal did Craig win for Manny on their date? Oh, oh I think it was oh, a lamb. It was a lamb. Yeah. Right? Because she was like, Lammy, I'm going to name him Lammy Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Who okay. spoke to JT about their concerns that Toby might have an eating disorder? Our Ashley. Queen Ashley. <laughs> yep. Who got the bouquet at Spake? Spake? <laughs> Spike and Snake's wedding. Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. Who told Toby that decorating Kendra's locker would make her feel smothered? Oh, wasn't it Manny? No. Was it? 
No, it was Manny. It had to be. That's the only thing yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it was Manny. Yeah. Okay. Oh. What extinct species was JT playing with that ended up getting him put on guinea pig duty with Miss Hasselakos? Oh, Tasmanian devils? Weren't they dinosaurs? I thought they were just dinosaurs. The little like, Dinosaurs? The little, like, wooden sculptures he was playing with? What's a Tasmanian devil? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna Google it. Can I Google it? Yeah. I'm Googling it, too. He was not playing with that. Was he? Um, was it a dodo bird? What's I a mastodon? I think it's dinosaurs. I'm gonna keep it with dinosaurs. What is a mastodon? I'm gonna pick mastodon. <laughs> okay. Sure. Probably not that, but whatever. It's your Which girls' floor hockey team member, Manny, ended up... <laughs> sorry, I already read the question before, like, I was reading it. Okay. Do you Go ever do Jimmy. that? Like, you're reading out loud, but, like, yeah. you read ahead as you're reading out I loud? I do that when I ask someone to repeat themselves, even though I, like, their sentence finishes processing in my head right after I say, can you repeat themselves? Yeah. And then I mm-hmm. answer their question before they can even repeat themselves. Yeah, literally. That's what I do. <laughs> okay, who did Jimmy kick out of his parents' What? What did Jimmy kick out of his party for trying to steal his parents' booze? Sean Cameron. (laughs) Yes. Which two students were both seen on computers during the season two opening credits song? Emma. It's one of them. So I guess the other one's Dobie. Because it's not Manny. Yeah. She's laughing at someone. Yeah, she's... Yeah. (laughs) Who who unintentionally started the food fight? Fucking Emma. Emma. (laughs) What did JT do after Paige told him that Dean had raped her? He fucked him... Uh... (laughs) <laughs> he attacked him. Sure, in his own way. And what couple won the title of Luau King and Queen at the dance? We literally just talked about them. Craig and Ashley. Craig and Ashley. I am I'm not. not. Oh, no, Do you don't have, have to. to. No, you can click oh. submit your answers. I w- I'm like, I'm not giving you my email. I got. A it was horse. a horse. It was a horse. Horsey horse. Maybe Angie had Lammy Lamb. And I'm just Joey. confusing those two. Oh. oh, Joey caught the bouquet? Wow. It was a Mastodon. It was Mastodon's. How am I supposed to know that? All right. 13 out of 15. I guess we didn't watch this season. No, 12 out of 15. Cool. The average score is a 9 out of 15. Good for us. Good for us. It's like we we have a Degrassi podcast or something. I swear it was a fucking lamb. <laughs> I thought I think it was Angie's. I think it was... She was yeah, like, I think Look, Angie Craig, had a lamb. lamb. So the man named her Horsey Horse? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember no Horsey Horse. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that is officially a wrap on season two of Degrassi, The Next Generation. We are going to get into season three next week, where there will be blood, drama. I don't know what I'm talking about. Total drama (laughs) island. (laughs) Yeah, they actually changed it to a reality TV format for season three. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, thank y'all so much for sticking with us for another season of this, this podcast, this show. You know, we got a long ways to go. We have a long ways to go before a lot of the funny scenes happen that I keep finding in the freaking Degrassi moments that make me laugh, but we'll get to them. So thank you much, so much for listening. Follow us on our socials, Instagram and TikTok at Degrassified underscore podcast, Twitter at Degrassified underscore. And we will see y'all next week for season three. Whoop, whoop. Bye. Apple bottom jeans <laughs> with the whole club was looking at her. She hit the floor. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, she got low, 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 low. low, low. low.
<laughs> I went to karaoke with my cousins and my sister yesterday. Oh, hell yeah. My cousin sounded good. I did not. I'm crying. You need to, you need to practice your vocals. That's why. I know. I know. Just, you, need to get, you need to get back into it. <laughs> Shit, bitch. I was killing it with the rap parts, though. Let's be honest. I hate you. <laughs> was I mumbling? Yeah, but I, but I was on beat. I'm I was on beat. Crying. Oh, my God. <laughs> 